This is the Nun Report. I'm Dan Nunn. This is where we talk truth, freedom, and a little bit of weirdness on an almost daily basis. I hope you had a great Christmas weekend. I thought about taking today off. Uh, it is the day after Christmas, and this is where most people decide to, uh, you know, when it falls on a weekend, fell on a Sunday. So a lot of people have today off as their holiday at their workplace or whatever. And a lot of people took Friday off too, but I'd already, I felt like I'd already taken a long weekend, three days off. I took Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is a long time. It feels like a long time. Today is Monday, December 26th. And uh, again, hope you all had a great Christmas. The Twitter files just keep exposing the corruption and the censorship that went on. And that continues. And it's really just the tip of the iceberg when you look at it. And I'm going to drop this graphic up here. It's just kind of, and that's not even, that's not even all of it. I mean, it goes deeper. I think there are, there's layers below the iceberg, legacy media and uh, CIA and the FBI and our, our deep state. There, there are the depths of hell, I think, below the iceberg, down at the bottom of the ocean. If you go down to the through the earth into hell, that's where you find the real garbage. But the Twitter files have come out and they've definitely exposed the FBI collusion with tech and social media to censor information regarding the election to censor the hunter biden laptop to change an election to meddle in elections actually the election interference was by the fbi and by our own government the latest drop of the twitter files has has started to expose and elon musk has promised this is just the beginning of the exposure how the united states and thus the world in a large aspect was uh, con the COVID con because that's what it was the COVID con by big government and there's paid for scientists and bureaucratic employees such as Fauci and the CDC they rigged they rigged COVID they rigged it to send billions of dollars to the pharmaceutical companies for a vaccine that wasn't proven for a vaccine that did not prevent the, the transmission of the disease. And we just bought it a client and sinker because we were told to, people were told to put on masks that didn't work. They were told to put scarves on their face that did nothing at all to prevent the transmission of COVID or infection of COVID. And that's coming out. It's coming out more and more. And so if we're just looking at Twitter, how much has this been going on on Facebook? I know personally, I got Facebook bans for talking about the vaccine not being a vaccine. It was just a flu shot. That's all it is. Hey, if you're at high risk, go ahead. If you feel like you're at high risk of respiratory illness, you're older, you're fat. Oh, excuse me. Did I say fat? How about obese? Is that more politically correct? Then by all means, go out and get yourself a COVID shot. But don't you dare call it a vaccine because it's not. I got a measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine when I was a kid so that I'd never would get the disease ever in my life. Same with polio. That's what a vaccine does. It stops you from getting the disease. Therefore, it's not transmitted because you're not going to get it. This is a shot. 
the government, both the Trump and the Biden administrations colluded with Twitter and other tech platforms and social media platforms to suppress information that they didn't like, that did not fit their narratives, that did not fit the vaccine narrative, that did not feed the big pharma billions of dollars. And that's coming out. I mean, and these and doctors and respected people came out and said things. You know, Doctor Doctor Kudarov, do you do you think younger age groups and or people that have already had the virus need to be vaccinated? He says no. Thinking that everyone must be vaccinated is as scientifically flawed as thinking that nobody should. COVID vaccines are important for older, high risk people and their caretakers. Those with prior natural infection do not need it, nor do children. He got a warning put on his Twitter account for that as misinformation. When that's this is this is very primary information, very common basic information that everybody knows. If you've already had a disease, you have natural immunity. In fact, people who have natural immunity are now, now they're saying, are less likely to die or have complications from COVID. So what do they do inside Twitter? Hey, sending a heads up that we will take action on at Martin Koldorf, a professor at Harvard Medical School for violating our COVID-19 misinformation policy, specifically by sharing false information regarding the efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines, which goes against CDC guidelines. It wasn't false information. It was factual, true information. But it didn't fit their narrative. They knew from the very beginning that the vaccine did not prevent transmission of the disease. They knew from the very beginning that it did not stop people from getting it. But that's, the, that's what they told us. And the legacy media fed right into it and said, they just, you know, the lapdog media just went right ahead and said all of it. Same thing here. One excellent example of cherry picking. If you narrow it down to only the specific months you specify, which included the largest COVID wave seen across the world, not just in the U.S., and you ignore all non-disease deaths, and you ignore cancer, heart disease, SIDS, then COVID is the leading cause of death. They try to say that COVID was the leading cause of death in children, which it's not. The article cited was BS. It was never published. It was a draft. And what the findings were actual was it was a leading cause of death in children that had infectious diseases of of the lungs, you know, cardiopulmonary type diseases. It was not the leading cause of death in children. You know what's leading cause of death in young people? Huh? Right now, 18 to 45 years old, you know what leading cause of death is? Fentanyl. Most of it coming from Mexico and the wide open border that Biden allows. It's criminal. People need to be prosecuted over this. This person got a warning too. Misleading information. Below, the first study I've seen showing that Myrna vaccines in young people aged 16 to 39 are associated with cardiac arrest, not just mitocarditis. Carditis. And yes, it is associated with cardiac arrest. Sudden, people are dying. People are suddenly dying that were vaccinated. The, the death rate is incredibly much higher than it was pre-COVID. And it's all amongst people that were vaccinated. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not misinformation. This is not a lie. This is true, factual 
reality. But if you said it back then, you got banned. I got banned from Facebook several times. Zuckerberg, you owe me about 90 days. How many lives do you think were cost? Because they wouldn't let information out there from doctors, respected doctors, people who had a hand in developing Myrna vaccines and others. They were simply trying to say that, look, what you're being fed by the CDC and the, and the, and the World Health Organization is not necessarily true or appropriate for 100% of the, it's not, they were making blanket statements that everybody needs to get vaccinated, everybody needs to get tested, or we're all going to die. And that was a lie. You know who benefited from it? Once again, private companies, big pharma, got billions of dollars that they're going to turn around and put back into the campaign coffers of the politicians that supported them and probably benefit their stock portfolios as well. Donald Trump, they love to censor Donald Trump, especially Jim Baker, the head attorney for, uh, for Twitter that used to be with the FBI. Trump tweeted this. I will, when he got COVID, remember when he got COVID and all the liberals were hoping he would die? Trump said, I will be leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Great. Cool. Sounds like a nice, positive, uplifting, motivational message to tell people, look, life must go on. This is not the end of the world. If you happen to get COVID, you know, that sucks. Sure. But you've had the flu. Many people have had pneumonia. There's lots of different things that people have had that did not kill them. Jim Baker didn't like that. And this is the attorney that's been outed. He used to work for the FBI. He sent a message to Yul Roth. This is internal Twitter communication. He said, why isn't this POTUS tweet a violation of our COVID-19 policy, especially the don't be afraid of COVID statement? This guy is the guy who went after Trump with the fake steel dossier, the illegal FISA warrants, the same asshole who had it in for Trump. Obviously, it had a vendetta specifically for Trump. Now, Yul Roth, he's no good guy. He's not a friend. He's an absolute a-hole as well. But he said, you know, this is, even this is too far for him. And there's been a couple of things that have been revealed about this guy that it kind of went too far for him. He responded, hey, Jim, adding you to the main thread on the subject. In short, this tweet is a broad optimistic statement, as I said. It doesn't incite people to do something harmful, nor does it recommend against taking precautions or following mask directives or other guidelines. It doesn't fall within the published scope of our policies. Curious whether you have a different read on it, though. There was no response. So it's obvious that there was a concerted effort and, and the, the information is still coming out. I'm going to do, by the way, check in tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to do a more in-depth show on this. This has been a pet peeve of mine since the very beginning. I've done lots of episodes on it in the past. 
and I'm going to kind of combine it all together. I needed some more time to, to massage it and develop it. These, th- these files just started dropping this morning. So uh, I didn't have time to really put a show together on it, but I did want to kind of put it out there and let you know that this is what's being released right now regarding, regarding the COVID and the uh, misinformation campaign conducted by our government to only allow us to have certain information. How many lives do you think were lost because we only had so much information? People need to be prosecuted for this. I mean, how many is too many? Do you think 100 lives were lost? 1,000? 10,000? A million? How many is it okay to justify this? How many lives are okay to lose to justify the information our government kept from us? So moving on right before Christmas, this happened and uh, this is horrible. So think about this. You think that being banned from social media or even arrested for, for posting misinformation is bad. You happen to be around the Capitol on January 6th and you are taken as a political prisoner and put away without bail and kept for 18 months. What happens when you start getting policed for your thoughts? Well, that's exactly what happened here. Check this. Um, before I ask you any questions about what's going on today, I have to caution you, which is just your right, which is you do not have to say anything. It may harm your defense if you do not mention one question, something that you later on in court, anything that you say may be given you. Uh, what, what are you here for today? Uh, physically, I'm just standing here. Okay. Why, why here of all places? I know you, you don't live nearby. But this is an abortion something. Okay, that's why you're stood. Is, is you standing here part of the protest? No. I'm not are, you, are, you, are you praying? I, I might be praying in my head. Um, so I, I'll ask you once more will you voluntarily come with us now to the police station for me to ask you some questions about today and other days where there are allegations that you've broken public space of protection? Uh, if I've got a choice, then no. Okay, well then you're under arrest. I can't suspicion of failing to comply with the Public Spaces Protection Order, which is under the Antisocial Behaviour Crime and Policing Act 2014. Now, unfortunately, again, you do not have to say anything. You may harm your defence if you do not mention one question, something which you later on in court, anything you do say may be given anyway. Do you understand the caution? I do. Um, your arrest is necessary in order for the prompt and effective investigation into the offence. What that means is so that I can ask you some questions. Vulnerable people, mainly service users in the clinic. Okay, um, so you'll accompany us now to the police station and you'll get booked in front of the custody sergeant. And then, if you want a solicitor, you can assist her on the limit. Okay, um, I don't tend to handcuff you, but obviously, my, my colleague will search you because you're going to get to the police department and make sure you don't have anything. So, let me put a little background on this. So, this is England, obviously, it's over in the UK where it's actually illegal for people to to be outside of an abortion center and protest or, uh, you know, give bad information about it. It's just that they have these zones, no entry zones, unless you want to kill children that you can't go into. And this woman has done this before. This isn't the first time, but she's not a protester. She doesn't protest. She prays. She prays to God. She uplifts her thoughts. 
And she doesn't even do it out loud. She does it in her head. This woman was simply standing there on the street, but she was inside of a, what do they call it? A public spaces order, a protected zone. And she was arrested for praying silently in her head. Think about that. She was charged with four crimes for simply praying silently inside of her head outside of an abortion clinic. We live in a truly depraved world. This is, this, when I saw this, I was like, this can't be real. This, this, this can't have happened. And I did some research into it and it did happen. And, uh, and rather than try to, I mean, I'm, I can't even, I can't even believe it. And I'm disgusted and I'm appalled. And um, to think that a person could be arrested for their thoughts now, especially if those thoughts include prayer to a God. Unless, of course, you're bowing to Allah and you're a Muslim, then you're, if, if, if someone was out there on a prayer rug facing east in front of the abortion clinic, that would probably be allowed. But if you're a Christian praying inside your head to a God that you believe in, because people are killing babies inside the womb, you need to be arrested. So she was interviewed. She gave a little, uh, did a little video after the fact to kind of uh, go through what the deal was. And I want you to check this out. This is uh, this is right from her own mouth, and um, having a hard time hard time getting over there. But I'm going to get there. There we go. Uh, so check this out, man. This this is this is all she was doing. It's a minute and 37 seconds long. Uh, so it's about the same size as the last clip. But check this out. I'm still trying to get my mind around the fact that I've been arrested for silent thoughts going on in the privacy of my own head. My faith is a central part of who I am. So sometimes I'd stand or walk near an abortion facility and pray about this issue. Police asked me what I was doing one afternoon near the abortion centre. I was clearly just standing there, motionless. I was completely silent. I let the police officers know that I might be praying inside my own head. That's all I was doing, thinking, lifting up my thoughts to God in silent prayer. This was enough for them to arrest me and take me to the station. Before doing this, they searched me on the pavement, even searching through my hair and confiscating the tissues from my pockets. When I was taken down to the police station, I was then grilled about what I was thinking. Later, they let me know that I've now been charged on four counts because of the thoughts I've been thinking and where I was thinking them. You don't have to be pro-life to see that this is wrong. Freedom of thought, conscience and belief are the most fundamental rights and are an essential part of our human identity. My name's Isabel. I'm a friend to some, a sister to others, a charity worker, a Christian. I'm not a criminal, but I've been censored. (laughs) 
So obviously a horrible person, someone who deserves to be charged with a crime, and, and they should probably put her in prison. Maybe send her off to re-education camp to teach her the error of her ways and her thoughts. How long do you think before that comes to America? How long do you think people, before it is that people begin to get arrested in the United States for their thoughts, for praying to the wrong God silently in their own head? We already supported government in Ukraine that has banned an entire religion, Ukrainian Orthodox Church, simply because they don't like them. And the United States government supports Ukraine. They support a dictator who doesn't believe in the free press, who puts political opponents in prison, who completely abolishes a religion that's been around for hundreds of years. So if they support that overseas, how long before they support that sort of censorship here? They're already working toward it. Oppose abortion? You're a bad person. In fact, they should go on a sex strike. You know what's funny about this? The, I'm going back to some information from when the Roe v. Wade uh, leak happened at the Supreme Court. Women need to go on a sex strike now. No more abortion or no more sex. Hey, go ahead, baby. The women I know, they don't believe in abortion. The women that conservatives know that we date, that we marry, that we raise families with, that we pray with, we don't believe in abortion. So you know who you're, you know who you're hurting? You know who you're not giving sex to? Your beta boy boyfriend. The only people you're not giving sex to are your own kind. The people who actually believe in killing babies, just like you do. That's who you're not giving sex to. Good job. Eventually, these people will breed themselves out of existence because they're not fucking. Excuse me for that. It just irritates me to no end. You know, that this woman, I don't know who this is, but there was a blue check mark on Twitter back when blue check marks were only people of, of you know, had a large following and whatnot. I almost want to get pregnant with Trump's baby and let it get to full term so I can rip it halfway out and cut its head off. We're not dealing with sane, rational people here, okay? What else do we have here? Oh, so I... Re- I saw this, this was on Facebook, I saw this, and I reported it as hate speech, because it is. And what it said was, now look at what your kind has done. When your beautiful daughter gets raped, she will, this was a comment on one of my posts, by the way, and I reported it. Now look at what your kind has done. When your beautiful daughter gets raped, she will be forced to carry the pregnancy to full term. When your daughter goes out on prom night and Fs up, she will have to carry that baby to full term. Your people are telling your mothers, girlfriends, wives, daughters, F you. We do not care about you under us. Government has the right to legislate your most personal decisions. You people aren't about freedom. You're all about white male people first, period. When your daughters get raped, I hope she has a black trans baby. I reported that to Facebook because I thought, wow, what an abhorrent, evil, mean uh, thing to post. I can't believe someone would actually post that. Facebook, we didn't take down Jay, Jay Bernberg's comment. We reviewed the comment that he reported and found that it doesn't go against any of our community standards. For that reason, we didn't take it down. 
Now, if I would have sit there and told somebody to F off and I hope you die and I hope your daughter gets raped, if I would have posted that, I would have been banned for 30 days minimum on Facebook. But some leftist whack job talking about abortion wishes my daughter gets raped. That's okay. I just can't believe it. This was wacko Elizabeth Warren. Remember, remember this? Okay, Pocahontas. Um, yes, we've been plotting and, and manipulating them, and we're we're taking over the world. <laughs> Jesus, what a whack job! So, first of all, sixty nine percent of the people in this country do not support aborting a baby up to birth. They don't. Simply, they don't. Do they support sixty nine percent that you know an abortion? Yeah, probably up to it, but there's limits on it. And there's qualifications to it. Most people think around fifteen weeks. That's the majority that she fails to mention. But not surprising because it doesn't fit her narrative. And then you get people like this that go out there as if this is their protesting. Some obese person in a vagina outfit who's not going to give people sex because she can't get an abortion. (laughs) Baby, I got news for you. I don't think anybody wants it from you. Not with that attitude. This is a person that's probably, well, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to stoop down. I mean, these people, they're just something else. And they just, they get crazier and crazier. But the bottom line is, you know, abortion, no matter where you fall on it, there, in most cases, is not a reason for it. It's turned into this, basically this whoopsie form of birth control. This, oh, I don't want to be on the pill. I don't want to use all these forms of different contraceptive. I don't want to force the guy to wear a condom. Oh, we lost track in the moment and he stuck it in me without a condom. Oh, he forgot to pull out and came inside me or the pre-cum. Made me pregnant, the semen. So I'll just get an abortion. They're using it as a form of birth control. Most people have a problem with that. I have a serious problem with that. When you consider the fact that there are no less than 18 different types of birth control available. And if you use one, the odds of getting pregnant are extremely low. Use more than one and they're almost non-existent. No one's going to stop you from getting an abortion if you're raped or incest or if your health is in danger. Not, no one, no state is, has that law. 
That's what they have you believe. And those are the only real reasons. Not for, you shouldn't be able to get an abortion for financial convenience as a whoopsie sort of birth control after the fact. Now when there's 18 different types of birth control out there, how about this? Male condom, female condom, diaphragm, cervical cap, contraceptive sponge, birth control pills, plan B pill, vaginal ring, which is a new ring, skin patch, Zulud, injection, copper IUD, hormonal IUS, implant, tubal ligation, vasectomy, which is on the guy's part uh, so that he doesn't get, get someone pregnant, spermicidal gel, the calendar method, the pullout method, and non-vaginal sex. Oh, and let's not forget abstinence. Unless you plan on having a family. All kinds of birth control out there. There is no reason for a woman to be getting an abortion just because she decided to be lazy and not use birth control herself or have her partner use birth control with or in combination with her. Here's a list of countries that have restrictions on abortion. Democrats will have you believe in these people who want to kill children in the womb and up to birth. They will have you believe that the United States is some archaic, horrible society because we want to put restrictions on birth control when most of the world does. For countries that limit based on gestation periods, 12 weeks is by far the most common. 54% of Americans favor limiting abortion to 15 weeks. So what kind of countries place limits on abortion? Kosovo, Croatia, Portugal, Hungary, Serbia, North Macedonia, Greece, Albania, Montenegro, Slovenia, Slovakia, Czech Republic, Ukraine, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia. Oh, Ukraine. Ukraine puts limits on, birth, on, on abortion? Yeah, it looks like about a 12-week limit. And we're giving money, we'll give money to Ukraine, but we shouldn't be giving any money because they support restrictions on abortion. Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, Norway, Denmark, Switzerland, Ireland, Austria, Italy, Germany, Luxembourg, Belgium, Spain, France, 16 weeks, Sweden, 17 weeks, Ireland, 22 weeks, and the UK, goes up to 24 weeks. But the UK is pretty woke, so that shouldn't be surprising. But there are restrictions. They don't allow abortion up to birth. And in some cases, people want to do it in the United States after birth. To give you an idea, 12 weeks. That's what it looks like in the womb. Legal to kill in all 50 states. Does anyone think that's not a person? Anyone? Unless a mother's life is in danger as a result of rape or incest. Countries that have a mandatory waiting period before you can get an abortion. Ireland, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Germany, Netherlands, Belgium, Slovakia, Hungary, Albania, Latvia. Mandatory counseling before you can get an abortion and kill a baby. Italy, Germany, Netherlands, Belgium, Slovakia, Hungary, Albania, Lithuania. Distress requirement, Netherlands, Switzerland, Italy, Albania, Hungary. Parental notification required. Denmark, Portugal, Spain, Norway, Latvia, Lithuania, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Montenegro, Albania, Greece, North Macedonia, Kosovo, and Serbia. 
They'd have you believe that the United States is some sort of backwards ass thinking country because we want to place restrictions or at least, you know, gestation limits and parental notification before your daughter goes in and kills your grandchild. Of course, they also think it's okay for them to have sex changes and vote. I'm going to back up what I said right here. The reasons people get abortions. And there's the percentages. 001%.001. The pregnancy resulted from an incestuous relationship. Extremely small percentage. 0.065. The woman's life was endangered. 0.085. Less than 1% still. The woman was raped. 0.288%. Still less than 1%. The woman's physical health was threatened by the pregnancy. 0.294%, still less than one. The woman's psychological health was threatened by the pregnancy. 0.666%, still less than one. There was a serious fetal abnormality. 6.268%, which I would call this not an acceptable reason to kill a child. The woman aborted for social or economic reasons. And 92.330%, no reason at all. It was an elective procedure. And if you add on the 6.2%, you're up around 99%. So as I said earlier, a whoopsie form of birth control. Here's another way to look at it. If you, if for those of you that are visual, you're not, you know, you don't want to look at numbers. All those blue no reason to have an abortion. And as far as I'm, you know, in my opinion, their most important stated reason for an abortion, 25%, they don't feel old, mature enough to raise this child. 23% not ready. 19% can't afford. 8% completed childbearing. 7% don't want to be a single mother. 4% it will interfere with education. The legitimate reasons. Physical problem with my health, 4%. Possible fetal health problem, 3% was a victim of rape and uh, that study goes deeper and or incest less than half a percent. So what this says is the majority of abortions in the United States, close to 99% are just birth control. It's after the fact birth control. It's people not being responsible when they have sex. Men and women. I want to make sure I'm clear with that. I was going to do this show uh, last week, but I thought, man, what a horrible topic to cover right before Christmas. Pretty depressing, sad. But, uh, and I've covered it more than once. And I'll probably cover it again, because this is one of those things that I think needs to keep getting brought up. It needs to get put out there over and over again. Maybe one person sees it. Maybe maybe an aha light goes off somewhere with somebody. Maybe it reinvigorates people to, you know, be a little more boisterous about their convictions and their beliefs. Here's the none better take of the day. You've got a government that is without doubt trying to control the information and therefore 
your thoughts that you form through social media. They're doing it via the FBI. The administration is doing it directly. The DNC is doing it. The Trump and the Biden White House have done it regarding COVID. The Twitter files prove that the FBI in particular was involved in this and still is. Imagine what's coming out with Twitter and how they suppressed misinformation, what they called misinformation about COVID and about the vaccine. If you said the vaccine didn't work, if you said the vaccine did not stop transmission or the vaccine wasn't 100% effective, you would get banned or you would get notices put on your tweets. Facebook would just kick you off. Twitter would kick you off. If you said masks didn't work, Dan Bongino lost his YouTube account because of that. That's why he's on Rumble. That's why, other, that's why I'm on Rumble. Not because of something they did to me, but because something they did to someone else that I didn't want to happen to me. How many people do you think died because they weren't allowing actual information, factual opinions and theories to be put out there for people to digest on their own and make their own healthcare decisions? Oh, I guess your own healthcare decisions only count if you want to kill a baby inside your womb. But if you got to get a vaccine and the government's going to give big pharma money for it, you can't question that. This was the hugest transfer of wealth possibly in the U.S. history where they took billions of tax dollars and just gave it to big pharma by forcing everybody to get a vaccine that they didn't need in many cases and in a lot of cases they didn't want. And if you dared defy that narrative, if you dared to put out an alternative, if you dared to challenge people to research the truth, and make an informed decision, taking all the information into account. You were conspiracy theorists. You were banned from social media. You were an outcast, unclean. Maybe even a mega maga. <laughs> Seems that it only matters when, you know, my body, my choice only matters when you want to kill a living person inside of a woman's womb. And there's no reason for that. I mean, there are. Let me, let me back up. Let me, let me correct myself, okay? There are reasons for it. Incest, rape, danger of health to the mother or child that are proven. Retardation is not a reason. Downs, it's not a reason. Those people can live very good productive, long lives. They think, they feel. Democrats and liberals, abortion advocates that want to kill babies in the womb would have you think that the United States is some backwards country, that conservatives in the United States, that Christians in the United States are bad because we want to pray outside of an abortion clinic. In the UK, they arrested a woman for simply praying silently inside of her head outside of an abortion clinic. How long before that comes here? You know they want it. You know that the Democrats would do that in a heartbeat if they thought they could. You're not allowed to go there. You're not allowed to 
have religious beliefs unless they fall in line with theirs. The fact is, and it's a sad fact, is the majority of abortions in the United States are for convenience. They are used as a whoopsie form of birth control because people weren't responsible while they were having sex. If you can't afford to have a baby, if you don't want to have a baby, if you're too old to have a baby, use birth control. There's 18 different types of it, at least. You use one of those, it's extremely rare. If you use more than one, the chance of getting pregnant are practically non-existent. And yes, the man bears some responsibility as well, but the woman is the one who's in control. You always like to say it. The woman is the one who says no. The woman is the one, if I say no, we're not having sex. Okay. Put a rubber on or we're not having sex. I'm not on birth control, so we can't have sex. Not, hey, I can't control myself, so I'm just going to go wild and have sex anyway. And if I happen to get pregnant, oh, well, I'll just go get an abortion. That's not okay. It's not right. In my opinion, a lot of people, I get a lot of, I get a lot of flack for this. This is one of those hot topics for sure. But I know where I stand. And it's a, it's a hill I will die on for sure. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on the radio or podcast, uh, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report so you can see the video and all the charts and everything that I put up today. Uh, a lot of good information there. You can catch me on all the socials at the nun report or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. Simple. You can link into everything right there. One stop, one shop. Easy peasy. Anyway, as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. Cheers.